What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Wednesday debate amongst friends. Doc Leeson is a podcasting beast alongside the Professor John Gotti, the King of RNG, the Troll Master, the Stadium, and just a conqueror of his own fate. That's right, the Terminator. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the cleaner, the guy who swept up all the confetti last night as we hit 10,000. Listen on this great platform that Anchor has built for us. Johnny, I hope your arms aren't tired from all of that sweeping, you bad mother cleaner, you. (laughs) 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 The hype almost killed Doc, and that would have been a yikes. I am the best podcasting machine, the least hype machine. That guy over there always... Tranquilo, Doc, El Idolo, Doc. I'm happy that we hit this milestone. I appreciate all of our listeners out there from the U.S. all the way to France, to the people over in the U.K. and all over the world. We appreciate you. We love you. And we're always going to strive to provide you with better content with each season that comes along. I mean, it's not much more for me to say, Doc. I mean, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, this has been a great run, um, you know, and, and I mentioned this. And we'll get jump into this, you know, obviously after the sentimental word from us. Um, you know, we started this podcast five years ago, right? And we, we went through our ups and downs, our struggles. Oh, people are like, five years ago? What? But yes. Um, it was a long journey, but we finally knocked out the kinks, and here we are, rocking and rolling, right? Yeah, the pretty much. Of podcasting and rolling. Um, but Johnny, we've done it. Now we're on the twenty-five k, right? That's what we said, twenty-five k. Exactly. On the twenty-five k, we're setting further ten k goals for us, and we hit one of our ten k goals, which is to hit ten k. But that's enough of that sentimental crap. Doc, we had a Monday night football game for the ages. It was for the ages. Um, I felt like there was a lot of, it was a lot of a lot of things going on. Uh, number one, um, the Colts really looked amazing in the first half, um, shocking us with their great play. There were some big plays made. But then the Ravens, you know, similar to what we talk about in the power rankings, which we're going to get to, we always talk about how the the Ravens, we just feel like they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Like their performance, usually throughout the whole game, isn't, it doesn't show a four on one team. Yes. You know, like. The the record doesn't doesn't reflect. Doesn't reflect at all. How they play on the field. And of course, we had. Herculean efforts from Lamar Jackson once again. I mean, and these defense really locked them down. But, I mean, you can't really lock down the Ravens' offense. You could only contain it. Right. And once they they unleash – like, the craziest part is when they went into overtime, I told Doc, I said, 
watch. They're going to win with a touchdown. It's going to be a pass to Hollywood Brown. And goodness gracious, that's exactly what happened. Well, that was after I said pick six for the Ravens win, which you didn't did. Happen. Yeah, you did say yeah. that. <laughs> well, so let's, I mean, let's, let's bring it down. I think the Colts, where they went wrong, obviously they missed the, the you know, kicker missed left, right? Then this next field just, goal is blocked. It was just a bad yeah. weekend for kickers, period. But I, yeah, what well, they said, 14, 13 or 14 missed extra points for the whole weekend. I think it was like 15 at the, at the oh, end of the game. Goodness. So let's think about this here. So two things, ha- three things happened. Obviously, the two field goals, right? That Lamar Jackson fumble, that was the big discussion that, you know, quote unquote, defensive play of the, the game, right? Possibly of the week. Um, you know, he fumbles at the goal line, which was nuts. Then he almost fumbled again at the goal line, which is even worse. worse yep. Um, but Darius Leonard, obviously, we talked about him early in the year when he got his extension, uh, made a huge play, picked up the ball, and in my opinion, mm-hmm. threw it behind him. Like, I don't think it should matter, like I think they blew that call because they couldn't determine whether Lamar Jackson was down or not. Hashtag lateral gate. Yes. Um, that was unbelievable. I would have, I think they just didn't know if Lamar was down or not. You know, and, and we always talk about, you know, makeup calls mm-hmm. that occurred. And then they had a makeup call because of the bad call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, because that was definitely a – it was not a forward lateral. That pass was at least, at minimum, side to side. Yeah, it was parallel. <laughs> it was parallel. At, at minimum parallel. Um, but he literally pitched it backwards. It's not his fault. I mean, I can't say it's not his fault, but you can't say as a re- referee that, you know, a, a person receiving that pitch is supposed to stop yeah. Catch it and then keep, and then keep like, like you know. Yeah. I don't they knock it off. But what a great play. Obviously the Ravens did win it in overtime. Um it was cool to see, you yeah. know, Lamar have a great day. I'm sure his QB ranking will go up after his of course. Know, huge, of course. Of huge course. numbers. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Of course it did. The fact that they 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 scored twenty two unanswered points. Right. Right. No, absolutely. Um, and it, it was crazy because the Colts are playing really, really good defense, and, which we and which I'll tell you like there, there's no there's no not uh knock on Carson Wentz's play either. He had four hundred and two yards, twenty-five for thirty-five with two TDs and no picks. Like it's not mm-hmm. like you know, he was playing terribly down the stretch. It's just right. the Ravens was able to, you know, score. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like I said, the Colts' defense was playing really well. They, I mean, what they were trying to do, of course, was you know keep Lamar in the pocket so the pass rush wasn't really getting there as often, except for the one where they did a small package on him and rolled him up uh, for the three count. Stealing the win. <clears throat> right. Um, but, yeah, that, that particular play was huge. Like I said, the missed field goals, the extra point, as well as that, that field goal that was blocked by Calais Campbell, who I said should stop flexing before they hit him with the drug test. Um, it, it was huge, uh, absolutely nice. huge, and one of those situations where 
the Ravens wanted this win. And this is a big win for the Ravens. This was I think a this huge is, win. This is one that I think helps them strengthen their their distance from the Chiefs, which is something else we, we might want to touch on really quickly. And that was well, we'll, Stephen we'll talk, A. We'll talk about that during the power rankings. Okay. You know what? That, now that you say that, let's go to the power rankings. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to make sure I don't because I, I was thinking about it this morning. I was like, I want to make sure I don't forget about this moment, even though I know the Chiefs have fallen again. Uh, but I want to make sure I didn't forget about it. Uh, but yeah, let's hit the power rankings here. Number one, I know you wanted to tell me the other day where my bucks landed and, you know, how things are looking. Um, but this is a no brainer. It would be the Buffalo Bills. Two shutouts during the season. They and, dominated the Chiefs. Right. You're reigning who, defending AFC champions. Whom whom people had absolutely washing the Buffalo Bills on Sunday prior to the game. Agreed. Yeah, I Ex- expected except, them to Except well. for the Sunday night countdown. Oh, they didn't. It was a majority saying the Bills are going to win that game. So shout out to them. Because normally they would go with whom the people were saying. Of course. Of course. Um, and the Buffalo Bills are playing great. Josh Allen is is really really dominating. Um, like you said last week and the week before last, and, and last year I, he's yeah, having been, an MVP. I've been saying you know, this. <laughs> he stays healthy. You know, I think we got something here. Buffalo. Yeah. They have also something. also shout outs to their depth, which was the other thing that they had an issue with on defense. Their uh, their front line depth. Yeah. I like that last. I like that last little sentence there. Buffalo is a juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut. Let's not throw out those type of jargons just yet. <laughs> hey, they said it. I know, me. but let's not throw those jargons out just <laughs> yet. All I'm saying is they're no. playing inspired football right now. Number two here, we have the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, previously, last week, number one, they struggled a little bit against. The 49ers. It was a defensive uh, which, game. It was a defense. Yeah, which is it's not really a struggle. It's a defensive game. Plus, it's a NFC West divisional game as well. Too like, yes, we had some blowouts, but mm-hmm. like this is kind of what we expected from you know the division called Murderers Row. Right, but I mean to be undefeated and drop a spot that that does seem pretty rough. That just goes to show you how great Buffalo is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then previously ranked number two, which I personally don't think. You know, I could understand why we would drop, but I mean, we only reason I can say that we did drop is because we looked pretty terrible um, in the first half versus the Dolphins. Uh, but That's then out of fair. nowhere, then out of nowhere, um, it was just like we couldn't miss. Um, I mean, the deep throws, the, the the freaking touchdowns were just piling up. I mean. I think all three receivers, all three starting receivers, were close to 100 yards. It was, it was getting. Out of I, hand. I think the problem now with the Bucks is now they have to actually crush a team right. that's doing bad instead of playing yeah. down to their competition. Playing down to the competition, which is which is why I think they went down to three. So makes sense. But number Moving four, up to number six here, the Dallas, them boys, Cowboys. This is their division to lose, and I, I it think really I, is. I think I literally said that last year as well. And the mm-hmm. year before that, like this is their division to lose. No one else yeah, in this I division is good. They're deep, man. I mean, their receiving core is really, really amazing. Um, Dak is playing amazing. They're finally getting Zeke back in there. Um, this is the time where 
they should be riding high. And it's crazy because I don't hear them at since, when they're winning. You don't hear them as much. Oh, you know, because they're you know trying not to jinx themselves by. Oh my god. Um, but they they obviously heard Prof keep saying time and time again, "Don't get cocky." <laughs> That's true. That's true. You don't want to do that. Um, number five, uh, moving up from number seven, you got the Los Angeles Chargers. Well deserved. They are a top five team. Um, what a which great, is interesting. What a great game they had against the Browns. Of course, people are only looking at the defense, but if you have a you know Broadway type of offense that can just light up the scoreboard, there's not much a defense can do. If they're in True. a if they're in a groove, and I feel like that's a that's a knock against the Chargers defense. True. But they played really, really well. <laughs> yeah, 47-42. I mean, like I said, Justin Herbert, you know, he him and Josh Allen clearly are the future with Dak and Kyler Murray. Like pretty much all these guys, except for Tom Brady, um, are the future, <laughs> the futures of the league here. So it's very, very you know, inspiring to see mm-hmm. these particular interest, these particular quarterbacks shining at this particular time. Because you know, Aaron Rodgers is out soon. You know, Tom is out soon. Matthew Stafford eventually is going to be out soon. And yeah. you're going to have, yeah, you're going to have Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson. You're going to have Justin Herbert, Dak. You know, you're going to have Trey Lance and Kyler Murray, as well as Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Like these are the future of the NFL. So. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to step up. I'm glad it's Josh, uh, Josh uh, Allen, and I'm glad it's Justin Herbert. Just waiting for some of these other guys, right? Yeah, the, that's the all. Joe Burrows. We're waiting for the, you know, the Joe who, Burrows who, who also had a really good game as well, too. Nothing to knock against them, but of course, number right. six, we do have the Green Bay Packers, who they played against. You know, right? I mean, the calamity of kicking woes. It yeah, really was a tornado me. within this game. But the Packers came out with the win. They went down two slots. I mean, I guess I feel like they're really dropping them two slots because of the kicking. But, I mean, the Chargers really played a lot better. So I can understand that. The the Cowboys absolutely crushed the Giants like they should have. Right. I mean, it's hard for, for me to put them in the top five right now. No, absolutely. So yeah, they're out. They're on the outside looking in. Number seven, we do have the Baltimore Ravens. Again, struggling against the Colts. Like I, I get it. Um, I think their second, the the fourth quarter comeback that they had mm -hmm. saved them from dropping further. Hmm. That's it. That's all I got. Because other than that, they should. Be at least at like they should actually be at nine. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Because the other two, the other four and one team and the three and two team, I feel like is actually better than right now. At least until the Ravens face off against the number nine team. <sighs> yeah, and I mean we'll get to number nine, which I'm I'm curious to see. You know what happens. Um. They did, didn't they play them week one? The Ravens and the Browns. I don't remember. Yeah, I think the Ravens and Browns play week one, um, and it was just one of those those games. I can go back and check really quickly. 
Um, but you know, I, I believe they might have played week one or week two. Let's just go back here and just double check really quickly. Nope, they didn't. Um, I felt like they did, but <laughs> if they didn't, then you're absolutely right. Uh, we got to wait to see because that's always one of those matchups that um, we anticipate, especially with the history between the Browns and the Ravens. Obviously, the Browns leaving to go to Baltimore, right, yeah. and then coming back years later. Yeah, they're not um, playing but, Baltimore until uh, week 12 and 14. So that should be good then. Um, so, yeah, so that is um, that is a matchup to look forward to. Hopefully, Baker's up to, you know, better health yeah. at that well, particular let's, time. Let's, we'll get to that in a second. Let's, let's mm-hmm. talk about number eight, the Los Angeles Rams. Robert Woods had a heck of a game. Here's here's the thing with the Rams. They have weapons. They do. But, of course, it all comes down to, you know, Matthew Stafford and whether or not he can deliver the football efficiently. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and that really comes more down to that offensive line. Like, if it he really has time does. to throw the ball, I mean, you saw what happened against like, I mean. Just true. Very true. Um, defensively, they're a pretty solid team. Yeah, they're still pretty really solid on defense. They have yeah. one of the best def- defensive linemen in the history of the game. Um, Robert Woods and, you know, that that group, Cooper Cup, Deshaun Jackson, like that's a – and Higby. Tyler Higbee. Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid mix of guys. Uh, probably the best weapon core that Matthew Stafford's ever had. Um, you know, Which and that's – crazy because I'm thinking of that – year where um it was him calvin uh they and, had um, um what's his name um from nate burleson yep and there was one more one other guy but i mean the thing the problem with with matthew stafford is i think he relied on calvin too much and that's why he struggled after he left because i mean you know you just throw come on you just throw that ball up to him and, i mean that that know, speaks that, that speaks on people getting separation though because that was no it didn't it didn't matter it, it just didn't matter. It was just like it was just an overall cheat code. It, Calvin Johnson was broken, as as you would say. He was, he was broken. He he would just be. He, he was OD. He was OD. Yeah, OD, OP, NOP, all of it, all the above. Like number nine, we do have the Cleveland Browns. We did we we talked a lot about them, but I mean, Baker is hurt. But they still put up 42 points. True. Despite it. So True. say what you want about the Browns. They're playing really, really good right now. They are. Um, I mean, they they do have the wins over the Bears and Vikings. Um, and obviously they, they lost to a really, really good Chargers team. So this, that's why it's good that they didn't fall out of the top 10. Uh, obviously, Baker Mayfield. Got the shoulder injury, got it popped back in there, like real quick. I'm going back out there. Hurry up! I want to get back out there. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Um, because I watched it on the um, Browns Insider YouTube video. I can never remember what it's called, but I think it's called yeah. Inside the Dog Pound or something. But yeah, he was like, "Come on, hurry up! Pop it back in there! Pop it back in there!" <laughs> which is which is great. You want that, right? You want that. Um, but. They have to keep it together. Obviously, they have some things to, to work out. But losing to a Chargers team, 47-42, no turnovers, is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, we have number of 10. course, wrapping up the number 10, we do have 
the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City. I feel bitter about this one because I don't think they belong in the top 10, but 11, 12, maybe we, maybe we could put 13 in, at number 10. Maybe we could put 13 at number 10. Mm, that's an interesting one. Um, I, but I, I 11 and 12, fair. I can't trust them to be a top 10 team after. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I think this is fair. Um, I don't, I don't trust them either. I, I don't know about the Bengals either, even though, you know, they played a heck of a game against the Packers. I think if the Bengals would have beat the Packers, there would be no question that they would be. Yeah, they would, they would definitely be yeah. there. But they'll probably but still put the Chiefs in. Here's the problem. This, and I'm telling you exactly what would have happened if the uh, Bengals beat the, uh, the Packers on Sunday. The Browns would have been out the top 10, the Bengals would have been number 10, and then the Chiefs would have been number 9. That's exactly how they would have did it. Mm. But they're they're clinging on to the Chiefs. So here's the here's the thing. So the question, Stephen, I didn't question. It was a statement. Mm-hmm. It was bold. Uh, it was a bold way that called. Stephen A said the Browns. No, not the Browns. Wow. Yeah, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are finished. They're done. Still too early in the season. Still, still too early in the season for that. It's only it's only five weeks into the season right now. Yeah, they're two and three. Um, now, like, I only say this because how many times we hear people on ESPN say the same thing about a team and they end up running the table? It's usually Green Bay. <laughs> like I'll be honest with you, it's usually Green Bay or somebody in the NFC East. Uh, now here's why. Now here's what I will say. The only reason it would be tough for the Chiefs. Is because the Bengals are playing better. The Brown, like the AFC North, which usually is pretty one-sided, right? AFC North looks Ooh. great so far. Uh, usually, the Bengals are usually pretty bad. That's why it's like, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's why it's rough, right? The Broncos have been bad the last couple of years. The Raiders have been bad, right? So now you got Buffalo, New England, still, uh, you know, kind of uh, still in that mid, mid of middle of the pack, right? What helps. The Chiefs is the AFC South so terrible. I mean, yes. that's what's going to help a lot of AFC teams make it those little bubble teams. Is that the AFC South is bad, um, in which the Titans, who should be dominating, because they're, they're the only team that actually. Which is why I'm like, I can't trust them to be number ten because they're just so inconsistent. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad actually. It's really really sad, but the Chiefs aren't done. I mean, it's rough because they're number four in the division. They're like I said, the AFC champions from last season. Obviously, the previous year Super Bowl winners. Um, but it's two, like two, two two seasons ago. Super that's why I said that's. I just said yeah, the AFC champions last year, then the previous year's Super Bowl winners. Gotcha. Uh, but it's like what? It's just Honestly, rough. It's I, just it's just I, I hate the finding. It's it, and it's not an excuse. It's a fact. Like all they have to do is just find whatever that's you know causing them not to play as consistently. And mm-hmm. you know, Doctor Prof always talk about a team needs to play consistent if they want to win. And then they will, you know, find their way. They probably won't right. win their division. Probably, mm-hmm. we don't know this yet. Still, it's true. only five weeks in the season. That's true. Um. Yeah, and they could easily go on a, you know, 
because it's seven. It's more more games. It's seventeen games this year, right? Eighteen mm-hmm. games. Seventeen games. So, eighteen weeks. So we got thirteen weeks left. I think that means they have twelve games left with the bye week. Yep. Um, and I believe they're expanding the playoffs. Correct? Did they explain the playoffs? I can't remember. No, now. they just added so many a new changes. week. They just added the new week. Okay. So they're they're only expanding it as if uh, after week eighteen, if there's a tie. Like a legitimate tie, they would have to play another game. Play in game. So, I mean, the way it's shaping out right now, which is it's crazy, but if the playoffs did start today, and that's why it's like, you know, if it started today, obviously they would be out, mm-hmm. you know, clearly. Um, and we would actually have a, a really interesting playoff here. I mean, again, pe- people child. are people are absolutely prisoners of the moment. Like, can we can we right. agree with that? They're absolutely just prisoners of the moment. Of course. Um, yeah, if the playoffs started today. Uh, obviously, the Chargers and the Ravens would get the buys. You know, then you got the Bills, Titans, Bengals, Raiders. Right. I, I mean, that's if it. You know. That would be it. And on the bubble, the bubble teams would be the Browns, Patriots, Steelers. This is if the playoffs started, started today, today, right now, the top freaking seven teams. Right? That's what it's going by, right? Cardinals, Cowboys, Bucks, Packers, Rams, Bears, Panthers. Um, so it's like if it ended today, but it doesn't end today. But it so it's like end today. everything's so wide open. So people just need to. Relax. Relax. <laughs> Relax. The Broncos obviously is starting to tip backwards a little bit. The Raiders are absolutely going to tip backwards unless they decide to kick themselves in the butt and get with the program. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Raiders. Obviously, we know everything that's going on, um, and we're not going to jump back into that. But um, I could see them possibly winning now. You know, now that Gruden's out, I honestly I think he made them a little worse. He made some really, really questionable decisions. Uh, the Khalil Mack thing alone, like I said, was enough to, you know, drive a sane man berserk, right? I'm sure the Raider Nation was really mad at that. I don't think they got anybody with those draft picks either. So um, I think that's where they went wrong. Yeah. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, obviously, the Raiders and the Bears. The playoffs started today are in the exact same boat at three and two. Um, but we have to wait and see. This is a big week. Broncos and the Raiders play each other. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is important for that particular. Yeah. Um, and, and folks that are listening, don't listen to Stephen A. Smith. Like the Chiefs <laughs> are still a top five offense in the league, despite the record. Yeah. Just stop it. Yeah. But Johnny, I know. The people heard this podcast on their favorite podcast platform. But if they didn't, they can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends to hear this episode as well as all the previous. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we go over the Thursday night game, the preview. We're going to give you some predictions as the Bucks play against the Eagles in Philadelphia. But we'll also be going to go ahead and make sure we give you the news, the analysis. And for the 10K listens, you know, we're going to give you the reads. When we eat that upper level.